It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hello, it is Leslie Lois Unfiltered back with you to update you on the drama-filled season of The Bachelor. I think we're in week number five, and I have a special guest with me, a friend of mine who's just, I think you might be more obsessed with The Bachelor than I am, and this is Jasmine, so welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. On this season, I think I'm more obsessed than any season because there are just so many like plot lines and twists happening, and I, I just, I, I'm obsessed with it. I don't know why. And I know we talked a little bit last week about, like, it seems like this season has been more like petty and and mean girls than I've ever seen before on on other seasons. Yeah, you know, I'm in denial about the producers having such a heavy hand, and I like <laughs> to keep it that way because I don't really want to know the ins and outs. And my fiance is always like, "You know, the producers set that up, right?" And I'm like, "No, gosh, no, I don't believe that." So this season, I've really like. invested too with these people you know like I know we've talked about our top picks and stuff like Abigail's my girl and so I'm just like uh I'm like come on what you know give her a chance jeez <laughs> uh, I love her and I love Rachel and I, I I don't know why but the very first night when they walked out of the limo there was something about them that I was drawn to I think it was because they're so genuine and they just kind of like they glow like their personality just shines and I just felt really drawn to them and I, I mean I, I think I would like to put them in the top two you know like I would I would place money on that so yeah. that's where I stand with with my pick yeah I have I have Rachel and um uh Abigail and I have Brie and Michelle I think are my top four Okay. Whew. But like, so it's so funny because when I start watching the episode, I have to like, I'm like, oh, that's right. They did a to be continued again. Like every episode has been due to, and I, I forgot all about that. They were on the, the two on one date between, is it Jessing? I don't even know how to say her name. Oh, Jessenia. Jessenia. Yeah. And then, and, uh, MJ. And on the two and one, and I was just like, uh, it was so funny to me because they were just going at it back and forth, the drama. But, but what Jacenia said is correct. Like MJ to, to Matt about that she wasn't starting anything. And if you're going to say I'm all about positivity and uplifting people and stuff, then don't be on national TV trashing people. Like, <laughs> you know, it's funny too. I mean, you look at her, MJ's conversation with Jacenia and then you completely flip when she talks to Matt and then she comes back and she's not the same person and I sometimes when I'm watching the show I sit back and I'm like do you think that the contestants watching the 
know, on our couches at home where when you're in the situation, you don't realize it. And maybe she did think she was leading by example and she was, you know, being the better person. But I don't think she was. Right. So, I mean, I hope that she, when she's watching this, she notices that and she owns up to it because that would be the best situation for her, honestly. I, I agree. I don't think someone like Victoria, though, will learn anything. Like, I don't think, I still think she's watching this season and thinks she did nothing wrong. Oh, I completely agree with you. And honestly, I don't follow her on social media. I follow a lot of the contestants on social media this season solely because there's been so many things that have happened and I'm just, I'm genuinely curious about their personality. Um, but I don't follow her just because she really was such a bad apple, in my opinion, and I just don't want that on my feed. But it, it surprises me. Humanity continues to surprise me with the good things and then the bad things. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly what you said. When Matt comes in and he talks to MJ, you know, she she turned into this different person. And uh, I, I, would, I would have loved to seen him, like, really talk about what his choice was. Because I had no I, – I really – they're really good at editing because I really didn't know which direction he was going to go. Like, I didn't know if he believed Yesenia because I'm like, what does she have to lose? And I was wondering, too, and I'm like, did did she tell him? You know, ask the other women in the house. They will back me up on this because it didn't show what his thinking process was. Because he, and, you know, I'll blow it for everybody. You know, he sends he sends MJ home. And so, I, but I was wondering, I'm like, did she say something to him? Like, why did he, like, what made him finally go, okay, I can't have her in the house? Yeah, I, you know what? I think I, one thing that I love about Matt is he has such a good moral compass. Like, I yes. don't know. Where he, where he got it from, who he got it from, how he learned to have such a, a wonderful moral compass and to, you know, kind of follow his gut. And that's something that I'm really jealous about, that um, he, he can do that. Um, but I could tell the second he talked to MJ, he said something about, um, yeah, I was really taken aback. I was really shocked when I heard your name come up. And he said that now two or three times when um, he sent someone home, and that was kind of like a telltale for me that he was going to send her home. But I also do realize that there's a lot of off-screen conversations we're not listening about or that oh, yeah. we're not um, hearing about. And um, I would love to see those conversations. You know, I read an article last season about how these conversations that aren't being shown there are a lot of, like, really good conversations that we're missing out on. And so I, I realize half of it is reality, and the other half is, you know, partially true. I have to be. I have to believe in that. Right. You know, I'm still nosy, and I want to know those conversations. You know what they should do? They should do what they do on, like, Big Brother, where, you know, because streaming is so big right now, and I'm sure ABC streams stuff. They should have a streaming service or, like, a premium that you pay where you get to see all the stuff that's not shown on the regular television. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah, it's unedited. At night or something. Yes. Yeah, I, I would love to see that. I, I would pay some money to subscribe to that. <laughs> so yeah, ABC, if you're listening, you should think about that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We'll yeah, take credit for that idea. <laughs> yes, please. You can write the name of the checkout to Jackson <laughs> um, and Leslie. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, so because of this, you know, the other girls are all wondering what's going on. And that's what they, you know, they do this for, of course, for, you know, sus uh, sus suspension or suspension, um, like suspense, I mean, because all the girls then come to the cocktail party and like, there's no one there. So I wasn't sure either. And then Jacinia walks out. So she has the rose, but they have, they didn't show that either. Obviously it was like not a big event. And so they're all eager, of course, and he keeps canceling cocktail parties. And that's what happened on the, the, this week's episode. He's like, he know he, he knows what he wants pretty, you know, which I like that he's very like decisive and going, okay, this is what's happening. So they go right to the rose ceremony. Um, I wasn't super surprised. He sent Ryan home, Brittany home and, uh, Maggie got sent home. So I wasn't like, none of those were like, I was like, oh my God, no. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I was not surprised by any of those. You can kind of tell the ones that are going to go home because you don't know their story. You don't know anything about them. They're just kind of a, like a little, they get a little bit of screen time and that's it. But um, I do love a man with confidence. So the fact that he's like, cancel the cocktail party, I know what I want. I was down for that. I know, I really like him. Some people are like, think he's clueless. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I think he's very in tune with stuff. So, oh, yeah, so we find out that Piper is getting the one-on-one the -on -one for this, for the new week, I guess, basically. Now, Piper kind of annoys me because I swear every time she's in the diary thing, she's crying. And I'm like, my God, chick. <laughs> I, I like Piper. I think she's really cute. And I think that they work really well together. But sometimes I feel like she has moments where, and we'll probably talk about this later, too. Um, when a special someone shows up. Oh, yes. She, all of a sudden, she becomes like this... I, I mean, I don't know. She, like, loses herself. And I wish that she wouldn't because I, I think I do like her and her personality. She just is kind of all over the place. Yes. And, and honestly, I don't know, you know, the ins and outs of the show. I can imagine it's emotional. I can imagine it's exhausting. But there are some girls who don't act like that. So I just have to wonder, you know... Is it because she's stressed out, or is that her personality in general? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. And then, um, so before, though, that, that date starts, like, there's more drama that now, of course, starts again in the house uh, <laughs> with Katie and, uh, what was, her? now I'm totally blanking on her name. Sierra, no, not Sierra. Yeah, Serena. Serena. Serena, um, like, basically starts to blame Katie for instigating all of this drama, you know, and because the other girls haven't had a chance to have time with Matt because of all this drama and the bullying and toxicity, toxicity in the, um, in the house. And she blames Katie because Katie brought it up to Matt. And I'm thinking, why you're just mad because you don't have time. Like she needs to blame someone. And she was targeting because she, she also made some comments too. So she kind of, I, I kind of group her a little bit into those mean girls. She wasn't as bad as some of the others, but like 100%, she, she belongs in that group. And I think she's just, she's losing her ish at this point. And I applaud Katie for standing up for, for women who don't feel comfortable to do that for themselves. You know, they obviously needed kind of a, a, a mediator, a person in the middle that would do that for them. But I think Serena is just losing it. I mean, she just needs time. And oh. I know. I love that she's like, well, take it up uh, with Matt because he's the one that's keeping me here. And he's the one that addressed this, you know, like it did need to be addressed. Like, and, she, and I love that Katie's like, why are you worried about me? Like, worry about your relationship with Matt, not with, me, you know. Yeah, I mean, Katie, I think, is also someone who, I mean, I've, I 
always liked Katie, too, and I liked her even more when she, you know, stood up against the bullying. Um, when she went to Matt and she did tell him the situation that was going on, but I love that she didn't use any names. And she yes. points that out to Serena. She goes, I didn't put anyone's names out there. Those women, you know, they, they put themselves out there. They put their name in that conversation. I just said that this house kind of a talking to like I didn't use anybody's name so I and I know that only we can see that and Serena at the time couldn't see that but that's what I like about Katie is that she really was being genuine with the whole entire situation right and then I, I think it was probably the start of Piper's date date they go back to the house and now Serena is going to talk to Katie. I love that Katie thought she was going to apologize <laughs> but she she just kind of went after her again and and she was saying, um, she, she was she was saying, uh, Serena was was saying that again, blaming Katie for everything, and and Katie's like, uh, again, take it up with Matt. Why are you so obsessed with me? You know, and and her, and then I love that you know Katie was done. Katie was like, I'm done with this, and then she walks off like they were yelling at each other. That people all over all over the house could hear it, and so Katie walks like walks out. And so, of course, Serena then goes to talk to either of the girls and basically makes up all this crap about what Katie was saying. And I love that she walked in and she goes, please continue. <laughs> oh, man, there's nothing more uncomfortable than when you're talking about someone and they just kind of walk around the corner. And I think everyone's been in that situation. I mean, thankfully, she didn't, like, brush it off. You know, Serena was like, look, I was telling them what happened. And Katie's like, all right, you can say it because I'm here now. Like, I know that you're going to stretch the truth. So, I, I mean, good for her for owning up that she was, you know, talking smack, but not cool. I mean, you can always tell the girls that are going to go far because they don't involve themselves with this kind of stuff. So, yeah. I, I don't know. And and then just when you think that's, you know, there's there's that drama, then suddenly this white minivan pulls up to the gate. And uh, I have to say, so, I mean, if you watch all through, like, if you saw the beginning of this show, you they show a preview of the whole season type of thing. So I knew this was coming. So uh, it, it turns out Heather Martin, who was on Colton's season, I, for some reason, was thinking that she, her and Matt had dated but I, they haven't. I get. I didn't even realize until she said she's never met him. But see, she's. I guess I'm confused on that part because didn't they say they like hung out or she knows him? Like I don't. I don't realize why she even. I don't know why she showed up to begin with. Because I. Because I. And supposedly she's Hannah Brown, like one of Hannah Brown's best friends. And supposedly it was Hannah who told her you absolutely need to meet Matt. And I'm thinking, well, why wouldn't she? You have introduced her sooner. You know. Right. So she's there. Yeah, she's there to talk to Chris Harrison because she wants to meet Matt. And I love that Chris is like, well, we've been quarantining because I know that question has popped up now. Like, wait a minute. All these people had to quarantine for like two weeks and she's just thinking she's going to walk in on the show. But I knew it as soon as Chris Harrison said, well, I'm going to have to talk to a lot of people. We're halfway, we're more than halfway through, like this could really mess everything up. And I, I don't, I knew it as soon as he said he was going to talk to people. I'm like, well, of course she's going to be on. Like, this is more drama that the producers love. Damn those producers. I don't even like Heather. So, uh, you know, whatever happens next, I mean, next week, it is what it is. But I just think that she's there because she thinks her celebrity status yeah yeah i'm hoping that she does he does not have her 
stay on, but we won't find that, find that out until next week. But in the meantime, I think this is super cute. So Matt takes Piper uh, basically to their very own carnival. Like, that, I thought that was really kind of cool. <laughs> I, I know that was that was that was super cute. It was very playful. And then at dinner, it's so interesting, you know. The, the, uh, these people have the obviously they have these dramatic kind of backstories in a way. So like her talking about her family and that they never really like her mother doesn't tell her or her father that they love her and stuff. They show they do it more in actions and stuff, and you know, and and about how she needs that sometimes and. So it might be hard for her to open up and uh, <laughs> after a while. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think that they're cute and, you know, I hope that she stays around, but I have my favorites and I'm not changing. The in the game. <laughs> I know the thing that got me too with her more so than when Rachel said it is that she's like, I'm falling in, like all of a sudden and she's like, and I'm falling in love with you. And I was like, what? You've had maybe like two hours, like total spent with him the entire time I would think I mean you know like what we see whatever and I'm like but you're falling in love <laughs> I know it's gotta be some sort of like you, you fantasize about all the time you could get with him and you fall in love with this person and you, you like know them and you're getting to know them and, and I don't really know the reality of it but I think I mean I don't know and we there's a lot we don't see off screen too but it is hard for me to believe but I did notice he did not necessarily say the same thing to her like he did to Rachel. You know, he, he did tell Rachel he kind of felt the same way. So that's a, a also could be a telltale sign. But we'll see. But, you know, um, they they seem to have a connection. And he he does give her the rose. And, of course, they, they go to another building and, and a group performs for them. Just the two of them. And they dance. It's very sweet. <laughs> It, it was cute. So the the group date, I thought, oh, how fun. They went bowling, right? Uh, and then Chris, every time Chris Harrison walks out, I'm like, oh, now what? <laughs> I know, I have like, like, and I like Chris Harrison a lot, but I'm like, now what? And of course, it turns into a competition and they split them into two, two teams and the winning team like gets to go to the cocktail party and the other team doesn't, which I think I was like, I got, I got really mad. Like I was getting angry, especially because the losing team had my girl Abigail on it. And I'm like, I was, I was so mad for them. And I'm like, come on, Matt, you're better than I was yelling at the TV. (laughs) Because like there was four girls that were on the winning team. And so it's like, like these, some of these girls have not had much time with him. And I, so I was so I was really worked up about this too, as they were. And then Chris Harrison walks into the house with them and gives them the. I thought, my thought was, because they were concentrating so much on Abigail, for some reason, I thought maybe he was going to give him a card and there was going to be an extra one on one date. It would, be, would have been Abby, but it wasn't. That would have been so much better than having the losing team join the group date, in my opinion. I agree. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I, at least I 
time, and it was all fine and dandy, but I don't know. I, the whole thing is just like, I don't know how many more plot twists I can take. I know, because... <laughs> Because I even wrote down in my notes, I'm like, come on, Matt, you, you know, you've canceled cocktail parties. If you really wanted those girls there, you could be, you could put your foot down and say, no, everyone's coming, which I think he did. I think you're absolutely right. I think the producers were like, oh, let's create more drama. <sighs> but I got to say, so Michelle ended up getting the group date rose. And I mean, I, I very much see that there is a connection between the two of them. Um, but, but. I mean, he's starting to form close relationships with others, so we'll see. But I do have her in my top four, so we'll see what happens. I do like Michelle. They seem to click really well, too. Like, like they've always known each other. When they had their first one-on-one, because she was one of the, the new, the, you know, yes. the, the varsity versus JV. She was part of the, the JV, you know, that came into the house late. And so um, I actually really liked her from the get-go. So I hope that she goes far as well, and she, she's definitely in my top six. Yes. Yeah, and then so now Katie, who I really like, um, I, I actually did not like her in the beginning. In fact, I was calling her Dildo Katie because I was just like, because <laughs> like she, like first night, it was like all about it. And I'm like, okay, enough is enough. But I've really learned to really like her and I really respect her because she's a very strong woman who really stands up for others and herself. Uh, and so I was excited for her to get this one on one. But before that, uh, a guy I really like, um, which is Matt's best friend. I didn't. I guess I didn't realize they're roommates. Tyler comes on. Of course, he's from Hannah Brown's season. She should have picked him, but whatever. <laughs> and so they talk about, you know, obviously what's going on in the house and stuff. But I love for their the one-on-one date with Katie, they pull a prank. I, I, I was laughing so much during this. They pull a prank on Tyler because Tyler thinks he's getting a, like an hour massage, but they hire an actress to do it. And then, and Katie and, and Matt are talking in her earpiece to have her do things. Like I love when he's like, start rubbing by his nipples. And then she's like, twist the nipples. <laughs> Yes. Exactly. With uh, they and you would think being in quarantine and can only go certain places, they would have to do that, you know. Right, right. But uh, that I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> that whole thing. But then we get to dinner, and even uh, before dinner, you know, he uh, Matt said, you know, he would not not have anybody else on this date but her because she was so much fun. But he's not sure if there's that romantic connection there, and so I was a little worried when they went into the dinner. Uh, and stuff and uh it was so awkward when she starts to talk to you know talk about how you know she's there for him and hopefully they'll be you know at the end they'll be together and stuff and he's just there's kind of this awkward pause (laughs) I knew it too as soon as he just had that kind of blank look on his face I was like "Uh uh-oh because I mean they had a little bit of romance but I don't it was nothing like what he's had with the other women but I didn't like he didn't have to t- pick up the rose. I wish he just wouldn't have picked up the rose at all. Because yeah, that's exactly what, what I was thinking. I was like, oh, 
what my fiance Ryan said. He was like, why do they pick up the rose? Why can't they just, why don't they just leave it on the table? And I'm like, look, it just adds dramatic effect, which, side note, we don't like the dinner. He watches it with me. He, he's very supportive. <laughs> I it's love that. Yes. I realize that they don't like the chewing in the mic. They don't like, <laughs> it doesn't bode well for aesthetics, but it bugs us so much that we'll see like a nice, like juicy steak on the plate and they never <laughs> like it. And we're like, oh my, okay. And then I'm sure they're eating like sandwiches and wraps, like craft food after their, their time together, but it's like so frustrating. So we could tell that it was kind of awkward when he picked up the rose and, and we knew it, you know, from the second that that happened. So. Yeah. And he unfortunately says he can't give it to her because he has formed stronger relationships with other people. And of course, uh, Serena, not Serena. Yeah. That's who I'm thinking of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She, of course, was like when they, they took her luggage away, of course, she was beaming, beaming at the fact. Yes. Yes, I agree. Ah, it was so annoying. (laughs) So now we come to the cocktail party. Now, during this whole part, by the way, you know, the one thing we didn't talk about throughout this whole thing, of course, you know, of course they said Heather could come on, but she had to quarantine only for a couple days. And I know there was people saying, wait a minute, how did she get on when all these people had to quarantine for so long? But uh, she did for a few days and I think she was getting literally COVID tests every day. So we get to the cocktail party, and of course, this is as soon as you know it's going to happen, and all the girls are like, "Yeah, it's just, it should be a pretty normal night now, and I get to spend time with him, and blah blah blah." And sure enough, Heather pulls up and walks in, and oh my gosh, the looks on those girls' faces—I would have been the same way. Like, who the hell is this chick? I mean, Heather just glides in. She like, you know, is in her beautiful white wedding esque dress gown, <laughs> and she just like smiles and like waves at the girls and walks right past them. She doesn't say anything. She doesn't do anything. She just goes straight to Matt and cuts in to Piper's time, which Piper loses it. She runs out <laughs> to the other girls screaming, what the F, what's going on? And people, all the girls are losing it. And they're all, you know, uh, Heather and Matt are all giggly. And it's like, oh gosh, I mean, here we go. Not There's not one single normal cocktail party ever. No. So you're just like ready, bracing yourself. I kind of thought, because, like, when, I you know, Piper was kind of annoyed that Matt just started laughing. I think part of it was a almost like a nervous laugh and an almost, almost like, oh, my God, what more are they going to throw at us? Oh, for sure. Poor Matt. I do feel for him. Yeah, because I don't, it, he wouldn't have been okay with how that went down if he knew ahead of time. Oh, yeah. He would, yeah. He would have talked to the girls first or done something. Uh, and so... Of course, Heather starts to talk about uh, why she's there, the story about why she ended up coming on. And, of course, it's to be continued. <sighs> I know. I always get so mad. I'm so upset for, like, the next 30 minutes after the episode yes. ends, and then I forget all about it until the next week. That's exactly what I do, I don't, the, I don't have the time or the energy to, like, expend on this show because I don't have any drama in my life. This is my <laughs> only source of drama, thankfully. And, like, I get so mad and upset at ABC. And then I'm like, oh, what am I doing? I'm just going to go to bed. So I'm like, all right, well, thankfully, the drama will continue next week. And we'll 
learn more, but I honestly think that she was just pulling celeb status, and I think that, you know, it's one of those positions where once you're in that world, I think, like, oh, I can just pull a few strings and I can get what I want because I know Chris Harrison and I know people on ABC. Like, I just think that's where that mentality comes from. Absolutely. But it makes me not like her and other people who do that even more. Yes, because I'm thinking there's no way I could drive up there and be like, I want to talk to Chris Harrison. But because she was... (laughs) I'd like to see you try, Leslie. I think that would be funny. Hi, I just want to come on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I heard anyone can just walk up the driveway and just get on. So uh, I'd like to do that, please. Especially when you don't have to quarantine anymore. I'll totally have to try that. (laughs) No kidding. Uh, So, I mean, there's obviously more drama that's going to come next week. Um. And there's a lot of tears and stuff. And now, so I saw the previews, and the thing that annoyed me most is, because, again, I'm still waiting for a one-on-one for Abigail, and it doesn't look like she's getting one next week. It looks like um, there's other people I know that haven't had one-on-ones, but I'm so annoyed. Like, he gives her the first impression, Rose, and then nothing. because he did make sure at the cocktail party before Heather stormed in um, that, you know, he pulled her aside first to talk to her and wanted to make sure that um, she knew that she was important to him, which I I, I felt good about. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens next week. But uh, I was telling you before too, there's all this, there's all this new stuff coming up in the bachelor world. Like a big one that you and I are very interested in is we know that pilot Pete, and Kelly had broke up on like New Year's Day or something, New Year's Eve, whatever it was. Well, they were both at a pre-Super Bowl party in Tampa over the weekend. I guess they both knew that they were going to be there, but they were together the entire party. And so now there's rumors that they're talking, but they're not they're not saying they're back together, but that they're talking. Which, I mean, we all know what that means. Yeah. They're going to get back together. They're basically meant to be. So I know. I like I said, I'm like, how do you guys, like, you guys literally were spending every ma- waking moment together, <laughs> like, and you seemed to be, like, everything was going great, so I'm like, what changed suddenly, and it changed supposedly when they were going to move in together in in New York, so I'm like, yeah, something's not right. Yeah, no, I agree, and I think they're going to end up together, I just think they needed a little time apart, and I think that they're going to make it work, um, so I think that they're, I mean, like I said, I completely ship it. I think that they were meant to be together from the beginning. Kelly was my number one yep. pick on Peter's season. And when they didn't end up together on the show, I was really upset. Yes. And they ended up getting together anyway. So I was, I was like, okay, I, my feelings have been validated. Yes. I like, know that my gut was right. Yes, I felt the same way. Uh, and so, um, so speaking of, and now more rumors going around. So Tyler, of course, was on, you know, the episode this week. Supposedly, he is either hooked up or he is seeing some one of the girls, and a lot of people think it's Katie. 
but he has a girlfriend. I did not know that. That surprises me. But the whole Katie thing doesn't surprise me because that was like they had they had their moment, you know, together on the show. Yeah, so a lot of people are saying, did you see Tyler's face when he saw Katie and maybe that's why Matt let her go because he thought, oh, maybe Tyler and Katie would be a better better match. I mean, of course, you, there's all the speculation, and uh, I'm sure that you know eventually um, they'll probably address it. There's also the rumors that Katie's going to be the next Bachelorette. Oh, but, I saw that on uh, what's his face reality. Yes, uh, I saw that he chose her as the Bachelorette. And I don't know if it was so, him or somebody else that said yeah. on the Women Tell All that they do they announced that, but she, Katie has gone on like Instagram and social media and stuff, and was like news to me. <laughs> I know. I almost wonder, though, if that's why they won't pick her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably beats me. I don't get ABC anymore. I don't know. I, know. I don't know. Oh, it's frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> the show is doing what it's meant to do for us. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like I said, I don't have any drama, so this is like my drama streamlined straight into my house. Exactly. Um, I know. They're, they're gonna happen. Fine. <laughs> I, I need two episodes in one week again, like they were doing when they, you know, when it was crunch time. <laughs> oh yeah, they were like back to back. I was so excited. Like, oh man, I could do this. And then there was like a two month or a two week break between the last season and this season, and I was just, I was all here for it. But now we have to go back to normal. We have to like wait one for the next season. I know. So. I was thinking. I'm already thinking. What the heck am I gonna do when this is over? Like. <laughs> My life will be boring again. Oh my god! No kidding. We're gonna find another reality TV show. Well, uh, this was a lot of fun, and uh, if you uh, can, I'd love for you to join me next week because I think we both have some great perspectives on the show. One hundred percent. I would love to, and I have. I mean, I'm because I have nothing better to do. Apparently, I just stalk all of them on social media. I'm sure that I'll have more updates for you. Absolutely, I can't wait. Well, thank you, Jasmine, for joining us. And everybody, uh, thanks for listening. And please subscribe to these podcasts because I would love to continue doing these, even though I'll probably do them anyway. But <laughs> well, thank you for having me. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. And I will talk to everybody on the next uh, Leslie Lois Unfiltered Bachelor Recap. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.